0: Welcome to the Hole in the Wall Business Podcast with Bill and James. I'm James Groves, and along with my business partner, Bill Dement, we want to share our journey as small business owners with you. As owners of Hole in the Wall Drywall Repair, we will attempt to peel back the curtain of owning a small business in the trade service industry and talk about the many adventures of owning a small business. All right, Bill. All right, James. Good morning.
1: Today's adventure, our many adventures today leads us to
0: one of our favorite people, yeah, I uh, I I love that I have the ability to bring my close friends on, and I everyone that we brought on is someone that we know or have yeah. learned about. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're they're all they're all good friends of mine. Um, but I will have to say that I have a special relationship with Shannon Musgrave of Keller Williams. She has uh, turned into be one of my dearest friends, and we keep planning on getting wine together, but we always we've always missed the mark. But we're going to do that soon. But Shannon, thank you for coming. Shannon Musgrave of Keller Williams. Hey! We are so glad you're here today.
2: Good morning,
0: I'm glad to be here. Mm -hmm. Asley, those who don't know, Keller Williams is a real estate uh, empire, isn't it? Yeah, right. Yeah, worldwide, worldwide, large, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. huge. Um, And obviously, you're an agent there, here uh, in Lake Nona. So, welcome to our podcast. Thank you. There's so much, so much we want to talk about, and so much we want to learn about you. And hopefully, you'll share some insights as well on the current market. But I would love our audience. I already know and love you. I want our audience to kind of know and love you. Can you tell us like a little bit about yourself? Give us some background on you and what led you to where you are right now.
2: Sure thing. Uh, So I was born in Mississippi. Uh, Grew up there and moved to Orlando in 92, which means I'm practically a native. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you are. So I went to school in Mississippi for interior design. I really wanted to be an artist, but... uh, Parents wanted to know how in the world I was going to support myself. Sure. So instead, I went to interior design school, Mm. uh, learned how to draft blueprints and plumbing plans, electrical, all that kind of stuff. Spent some time in interior design for several years. Spent some time in construction. And my Mm mother-in-law begged me for years, probably for four or five years, to come into real estate with her. And finally, I gave in. Um, And then realized I was her exit strategy. Oh, (laughs) there you
0: go. Smart lady. Yeah, Yeah. she was smart.
2: But she was the consummate professional realtor and trained me. All right.
0: So you already broached the subject. At what point in here did you meet your husband?
2: Met my husband when I was doing design work 15 years ago, 16 years ago. Mm. Um, We've been married 15 years. Nice. And... He was building at the time uh-huh. and I was working at a retail establishment that had design staff. Mm. And he called before the Parade of Homes and said, I am doing a house for the Parade of Homes and you know, uh 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 I said, dude, are you asking me for free furniture? No. <laughs> <laughs> he said, Yeah. <laughs> I said, I can't do that, <laughs> but bring your floor plan in. I'll see what I can do to help, and he didn't end up getting any furniture for the Parade of Homes. Instead, picked out a sofa for the house he had just bought, and and while we were picking it out, he said, which fabric would you like? So it was kind of... That was... He didn't get beginning.
0: any furniture for the That's pretty homes, but he, smooth. He picked up a. That's yeah, pretty a smooth. Yeah.
2: Our groom's cake was the sofa.
0: Oh, oh that's, that's cute. It was that's very terrible.
2: cute. Yeah.
0: Oh, and his name is Jeff. Jeff. Just want to make sure. Hi, Jeff. I'm sure you're listening to it. All right. Love that. So you've got a lot of construction experience, which I know that, but I think it's interesting because when now that you're in, in, in real estate as an agent, mm-hmm. you bring with you just a wealth of like insight for designing for, I mean, they hire you. They get kind of the best of three or four worlds. They Mm
2: kind of get a a package deal Mm -hmm. because uh, often I'll bring Jeff. He's also a licensed realtor. Mm -hmm. And so often he'll come along, especially if it's a house that has issues. Uh, I, I always say, um, Baby, can you come with me and unsell this house? <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs> <laughs> because I don't want anybody to get stuck with something that's a money pit. But, yeah. you know, it, it helps for buyers and sellers, too, before they list. It helps mm-hmm. them to know what they're looking at. What what are the pitfalls that we could face? Mm-hmm. What are the hiccups that we might deal with? And how do we get ahead of it?
0: Right. And it's, it's so you get a kind of a twofer because mm-hmm. Shannon, Shannon shows up and then Jeff is there to... Unsell or or, or or validate that it's okay.
2: He's my yeah. better half for sure. Yeah. yeah, we like that guy.
0: Well, excellent. So I'm curious, it's been a strange good and ups and down roller coaster ride the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, curious how that's affected you. Obviously, during COVID, things changed a little bit. Did you slow down at all during the whole COVID thing? Or did you ramp up heavy?
2: So there was a lot of that P word, pivot, mm-hmm. that we all had to figure out how to do. Um, so there were, it wasn't really a slowdown for me. It was just different. Mm -hmm. It was doing business in a different way. Uh, A lot of virtual showings and things like that. So a lot of zoom meetings where Mm -hmm. people weren't comfortable being face to face. I am always a huge fan of face to face. That's always my preference. So I continued with any customer that wanted to be face-to-face, that's how we did it. It, mm-hmm. it wasn't that big a deal for me. Um, but it definitely didn't – it's just different. It, it wasn't any slower necessarily. Mm-hmm. It actually was slower the beginning of this year and end of last year. It was a little bit slower for me than it was during COVID.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many – sorry, Bill. How many, um, how many homes did you sell – Sight unseen, just virtual tours. Did you, did you sell any of those, or, or or was it just finally you would do a face to face after they chose a house?
2: Often there was a face to face, but I sold one. Uh, I took a listing sight unseen without meeting the people face to face, and sold another listing. The couple never saw it. They well, actually, a couple uh, of homes sold mm-hmm. that way with just virtual tours. Wow!
1: Yeah. Could imagine And there was a surprising level of activity during COVID, wasn't there? With with people being home, all of a sudden they noticed they needed a renovation or an improvement or a new space, and there was a lot of that going on, right?
2: Yeah, I think everybody's lifestyle was just very different. And when you're home twenty four seven, you start to see the things that bother you a lot more mm-hmm. <laughs> intensely. They they're just in your face. Yeah. But, so definitely saw people wanting a home office again or an extra bedroom for a home office. Um, definitely saw a trend for multi-generational that oh, yeah. picked up during that time period.
0: How many, how, how many people did you deal with that were like coming, moving into the state?
2: Several. Yeah, There was quite the back and forth, um, a lot of influx from California, some influx from New York. And believe it or not, Influx and outflow to Colorado. Interesting.
0: Interesting. Mm -hmm. Really? Yep. People leaving here to go to Colorado and vice versa? Yep. Wow. Interesting. They like their marijuana. Well, it's a completely different environment. Florida flat and, Mm
1: -hmm. you know, uh, what do they call it? uh, Horticulture. I mean, it's all plants and flat, and Colorado is all Mm -hmm. geological with. It's different. Cold and Colorado, climate is flat but completely you know, different surrounding Colorado. And really different many. rules for pot, apparently. Yeah, apparently.
2: Well, different political climate as well. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. that was some of the motivation both directions.
0: Right. Oh, that is interesting. Yeah. Well, and then prices went up because from what I gathered, you had if you sold a nice house, halfway decent house in New York for two million dollars, you can buy a gigantic home here in Florida for half that.
2: Yeah, so it created um, a lot of cash buyers that were coming in. Mm -hmm. And because of that, it made the the climate for buyers who were just moving locally from one neighborhood to another Mm -hmm. made it really challenging. So we were seeing a year ago, we were seeing 15 offers on every listing by day three. Wow. It was crazy and trying to navigate that and write a competitive offer that didn't offer too much right out of the gate but that you could maybe escalate based on other offers it, mm-hmm. there was a, definitely a strategy and being quick on the you know quick on the draw yeah. was so important i cannot tell you how many times a year ago and a little earlier than that as well that somebody would I would send listings out in the morning, mm-hmm. and that afternoon we were looking at them. You wow. had to be really fast mm-hmm. on the draw.
0: Well, I mean, I guess the dawn are the days where you could think about something for a minute. You know, it's, you have to, like, make a decision while you're in the house, really. Yeah. So mm.
2: a year ago, we were looking, March of last year, we were looking at 27 days on the market, and that was, I saw many, many, many listings
0: mm-hmm.
2: on the market for less. That's an average. right. The good properties were less. Yeah. And then now we're at 57 days on market.
1: Really? So so it is growing. What do you attribute that to?
2: So I think interest rates are part of it. Mm -hmm. But I think more so uh, people, (laughs) it's like Chicken Little. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. And it's not. Uh Mm -hmm. But people think it is. Uh And so people are hesitating. They're taking a, a breath before they act. We we do not have enough inventory. We're still not in a fully balanced market. A balanced market is six months supply
0: oh, yeah?
2: of inventory. If nothing else came on the market and the the turnover happened as it is, mm-hmm. it's the the number of months that you would have inventory left. A year ago, that was at 0.6 months of inventory. Now yeah. we're at One and three quarters. And that was
1: historic lows, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, historic Mm. lows for inventory. I feel like the most important thing you can look at for real estate for value, it's a safe investment because Mm -hmm. over a 100-year average, your increase is always 4% year-over-year appreciation. Mm -hmm. It's an average. You can look at the graph. They've been recording it for 100 years. It's consistently bounces, and it's an average of 4%. Mm -hmm. We are coming off of the second largest blow-up in history with values being higher. But if you look at the values from right before the Great Recession, actually affordability is higher now than it was then.
1: Hmm.
2: I don't see our market going drastically down. What I see is the year-over-year cycles are going to be different. So normally prices run up in the summer every summer in our market. And and I'm quoting you national numbers, right. but they kind of correspond and correlate with Orlando.
0: Well, I'm wondering, cause my, my son's buying a house mm-hmm. um, and you're helping him with that, him and his, his wife. And um, it drives me crazy because when I bought my house seven years ago, um, it was a good value. I got a low interest rate. I'm sitting at, you know, in the 2%, you know, in the twos for interest rates, and, um, he's now looking at homes that are almost, you know, $200,000 more than I paid for my home, smaller and the interest rates are now yeah, in the six fives or six mm-hmm. or higher. And it, you know, and as a first time home, buyer, it, 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 it just hurt. I, we've talked about this a lot, but it just hurts my heart that, that they, like, how are they, how are they, they going to survive? I mean, they're already paying in over $2,000 a month just for a rent of a small apartment. And mm-hmm. homes, they're, they're so expensive. You know, I I just couldn't imagine. People say, "Why don't you sell your house?" Because my house is almost double in value in the past seven years. But if I sell my house, then I still have to buy something. You've Got to buy market. right back into the same market. Yep. This market's nuts.
2: That's you know. why we have a shortage of inventory. Inventory, right. mm-hmm. because people who were able to finance at historical lows don't want to give it up.
0: Mm-hmm. We're not selling. Right. I get right. call. I get calls, Shannon. I get calls probably twice a week. Hey to sell your house there you want to sell it like, no.
1: is that right oh yeah i've I've seen stories over the past few months about a lot of ghost inventory in Florida where they're talking about empty homes maybe people bought as second homes they and i I hear numbers like 10, 12 million homes nationally that are just sitting vacant they're fine homes, but no one's living in them. do you have any insights on that
2: I have not encountered a ton of that i'm starting to see some short sales come on the market a couple of foreclosures recently that i've noticed uh, i do think there are a lot of people that own secondary homes but i don't know that i would call that ghost inventory mm-hmm. um, and going back to what you were talking about yeah. um buying a home is a sure thing investment as long as you're going to hold it right a little bit longer the interest rate is higher, but it's still historically low. Yeah. If you go back and look, it's still historically low. So, so that's why I,
0: I have to, as a dad, I have to kind of isolate myself because it hurts my heart, but it is what it is. I mean, there. I remember when my parents bought their house, it was in – the Reagan eras and they had a variable interest rate for 13%.
1: Yeah, I remember know. 14, 16, 18% interest rates.
2: Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm too young, I don't remember that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, I did have a conversation with your son uh-huh. and daughter-in-law and I love them. Yeah. Um the last conversation that I I I emailed them and said I I need for you to consider your lifestyle in this purchase as well because there's Home maintenance, mortgage, insurance, and all of that, but there's also the lifestyle that you're living. Yeah, and so what I would encourage you to do is live your life like you're paying that payment already, Mm -hmm. and see if you like that lifestyle. Right. Oh, that's really
1: good advice.
2: That being said, I, I think we as a society, I I noticed myself even through COVID, um, we were out on the boat every afternoon playing because I couldn't stand seeing the four walls I was sitting in anymore. Mm -hmm. So we would work, work, work in the morning and head out on the lake in the afternoon. And my husband informed me this week, we have to go back to work full time.
1: (laughs) Get off the boat Captain. Yeah. So,
2: so, you know, and right now it's, I'm seeing 10, 12, 14 hour days. I am really, really pushing uh, because people are, Ready to do something?
0: Yeah, Mm. it is important not to become house poor. You know, because I might be able to afford it, but I can't afford anything else.
2: Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Yeah. Oh, good point. I mean, I mean,
0: I and just I my house is eighteen years old, and just this past month I've had literally a slew of maintenance items that you know, and I was able to kind of show them. Like, listen, my garage door needed to be be replaced, the opener, so that was six hundred bucks. I, and then that night. My air conditioner went out, and that was another, you know, almost $10,000, you know, for a new unit. And then, oh, by the way, the following week, my water heater goes out, and there's okay. a leak in the garage. We need to the get you home warranty. Right, right. <laughs> but it's like, well, I mean, what's left? And so and so I was like, I was telling them, I was like, these things happen. So you may, can, you may be able to afford it. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have something there, uh, even a credit card, just to kind of be able to put a major expense on, you know, it could be an issue, obviously. My next big purchase is probably gonna be a roof. Yeah, I've got that on my agenda Ugh. as well. Ugh. I know. I'm, I'm I'm trying not to pray for a big storm, but you know, it wouldn't hurt.
1: Shannon, what are you what are you seeing uh, as far as new home construction? Is that is that going well? Is it slow? Are there what's the story with new homes?
2: So we're years behind on new home starts, and years. so yeah, so that's part of the problem. Mm. Is that the builders, they kind of cycle after. So they had too much inventory before the Great Recession, and then they didn't want to get stuck again, so they slowed, and it took them Yeah, time. and even the
1: lenders
0: that loaned money to the builders were kind of tight. Sure. Plus material costs were going crazy. You know? Right, right. The, the, the one, one sheet of, of uh, plywood was, used to be, you know, 35 bucks was now in the 70s or 80s. Right,
2: right. But I love helping people with new construction because it gives me a chance to go to their, I actually go to the design appointments with them if they're doing, like they get to pick some of their finishes. Mm -hmm. And so we kind of walk through that together. Um, Many times when you go to the design center, you can really get out of control and blow the budget accidentally. So I go with to that appointment to make sure that, or multiple appointments, to make sure that they don't pay for things that they can do for cheaper after
0: mm.
2: construction Right. and to make sure that they do the things that are going to be too costly to go back and fix later.
0: Mm-hmm. That's good. So new construction in my mind is a really great Avenue, but in Florida, there's not a lot of new construction in like the nicer area. You know, you can't, there's not a lot of new construction in winter, in winter park or even, I mean, even in Conway. There's not. A lot well, of even there.
1: if you could afford
0: it in winter park, right? Yeah. So so then new construction you're going to have to kind of go out a little bit more, is that right?
2: Well, there's only so many lots, mm-hmm. but I can tell you in my neighborhood there were in the last 3 years six or seven houses that were knocked down oh, and really? they built new. Oh wow.
1: That is interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. That sounds expensive.
2: It was. Yeah I, yeah, I bet.
0: So obviously I know the answer to this question, but how important is it to you as a realtor um, to have strategic relationships with people that can help your your homeowners, i.e., you know, drywall
2: repair. Drywall repair, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so to be really good at my job, I can't do it by myself. I have to have a team around me. And me being the local resource for my customers consistently is – How I bring, it's another way I can bring value to them. Mm -hmm. So I tell my customers from the very beginning, if you need anything, call me. If you need drywall, I've got somebody. If you need a painter, I've got somebody. Mm -hmm. If I don't usually say divorce attorney because I don't really want to promote that. But you know what I'm saying. Like (laughs) a tax attorney or Mm -hmm. an accountant, bookkeeper, all those kinds of things. I try to build relationships with um, partners and especially the trades. Right so that when someone has a problem, they call me and I connect them immediately mm-hmm. so that they have somebody that they can trust.
0: It's really the benefit of having, and we did a podcast on referral, uh, referral networking uh, a few weeks ago, but we talk about this a lot. it's, it's it, Yes, it may, it's not necessarily about getting business from you, mm-hmm. but it's about being a resource for other people. And so when you're in a relationship with other people uh, and for business, it's – you trust them, right? So I would rather go to somebody that I know you trust. If mm-hmm. you're like, listen, I know a good painter and I've used him and I trust him. I'm more apt to trust that painter than I am just going to, uh, the yellow pages or the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have credibility. You know, they have this credibility there. right? And, and so referral marketing, the networking that we do together, how important is that to your business?
2: So, we're in a B&I chapter together, mm-hmm. and I, I looked at my stats this morning. And over the last 12 months, I'm averaging $2,000 a month income mm-hmm. from specifically that resource or that group.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. Just just for just for that one group. Yep. And yep. full disclosure, I'm the president of the B&I chapter, and Shane is my vice president. So we do have quite the uh,
2: we've got a great chapter. We
0: have a good, pretty good chapter. It's a
2: great family mm-hmm. environment. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I enjoy um, every now and then. I have to stop and take stock on on how the relationships I've made through um, networking has mm-hmm. benefited the company. Because listen, it can be a chore sometimes to show up every week and to do the meetings and do the one to ones. Um, and it's not for everybody, and it's not for for all the time. Bill was in a BNI chapter for several yep. years, was in mm-hmm. leadership, and he's not there anymore because I need him to do other things. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I know that my my marketing team my CPA team mm-hmm. my uh, attorney team um, my I mean we, we just hired Bonnie to work on our training program I'm for sure. our franchises and videographer like, we are a videographer with Tyler right. and it's like like everyone that is touching our business and I know they're good
1: mm-hmm. I know yeah. that they have yeah they're quality well
0: f- first them. of all they're quality people yep and they all provide high mm-hmm. quality services and so having that resource available to me, there's no way I would ever recommend anybody other than those people because mm-hmm. I trust them. So I've, I've trusted them with my business. I've trusted Kyle Davis with my family, my mother-in-law, my parents, mm-hmm. my children, taking care of all their financial advisory stuff that I didn't know we needed. Right. I trust Kyle with right. that. And, and the lifelong friends we've made one day when we're not in B&I, God forbid – We'll still be friends, yeah, right? For sure, and that's what's fun. So when when my son and daughter-in-law needed to buy a home, I'm only recommending the one person that I trust the most, and that's you, obviously. And, yeah, I know, I know a lot of realtors, it. yeah, and i apologize apologized all of them in advance. But the reality is, is that I have to I have to take care of my friends that I that I'm just with on a weekly basis, people that I trust the most, yeah. um, and that's important. And having those relationships with trades, um, we have a great roofing company i work Mm -hmm. with a lot of roofers and so i I know a lot of roofers and um i've I've actually had people in my group uh in my sphere that asked me for a roofer and that some of those roofers aren't credible that we work with um a lot are i won't name any names because i've got some beautiful roofers that we work with but first class roofing is a roofing company that we work with a lot and Mm -hmm. they not only do new roofs but they do repairs right and to me sometimes you just need a repair you don't need a brand new roof yeah a lot of roofing companies don't even want to bother with repairs anymore well, yeah, many.
2: insurance is an issue in the state of Florida, so now, sometimes now. repairs are.
0: Yeah,. Well, <laughs> if it's, if it's too new, then you can still repair it. Yes. Uh, but having somebody like that in your back pocket is important. So:
2: Absolutely. Yeah. I think one of my favorite parts about B and I, though, is I really enjoy helping other people grow their business. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite things to do, and I think it's a symptom of my ADHD, mm-hmm. uh, I love to sit down with someone and help brainstorm for their business. Ideas, um, it's it just makes me so happy to do mm-hmm. that, and so I think that that part of the relationships when I'm sitting and doing one to ones with someone and getting to know them, getting to know about their business, oftentimes it's easier for you to see something that someone else might miss in their own business mm-hmm. um, because they're in they're in it, yeah. not looking at it. So it's easier sometimes to have somebody else look at your business. Yeah. We find real value in that
1: here at hole in the wall as well. We love when people come
0: in and are able to, to do just that. Yeah. Yeah. So I heard a statistic, um, that Florida is, is the number one growth state of all last year. And I got an article pulled up here on the computer screen that was from March into March that said that we had over 1200 people a day moving to Florida. Um, Oof. And, and Texas was close. That they're mm-hmm. just under. They're like 900 change a day. That's over 440 plus thousand people moving into the state of Florida. That is amazing. It's so inventory is a big deal, yeah. and um, I'm just curious how that's going to affect. I mean, it's going demand is going to be high now because during during the COVID, a lot of people were moving in, but people are haven't stopped. You know, yeah. I, remember, I remember even during Hurricane Maria, we had all those people that were in Puerto Rico. They had to, yep. you know, hundreds mm-hmm. of thousands that had to move to Florida from Puerto Rico.
2: Mm-hmm. It's it's definitely an issue. Uh, we have a shortage of inventory, and we have a shortage of affordable housing mm-hmm. in our area. I heard the other day that there's a lot of Wall Street companies that are actually relocating to Miami. Now I haven't researched it to see if it's factual, right. but yeah. uh, you know, it, it was. On the news, I believe. So. Listen, we've
0: got lots of we got lots of uh, big companies moving to Florida here in Orlando. Yeah, I mean, Lake Nona's got KPMG, a huge mm-hmm. um, accounting firm. Disney's relocating some of their stuff here to yep. the Lake Nona area. Mm-hmm. Lots of big buildings being built. Right. Um, so I can see it being something that booms for quite a while. I, what I'm taking away from from this is I need to relax my worry as a dad that this really is not a a bad time to buy.
2: It's, it's not a bad time yeah. to buy. It's not. The, it's,
0: it's not a bad investment. It's going to be a good investment.
2: No, it's not a bad investment. Real estate, buy dirt. Real estate is yeah. a good investment. It is proven over a hundred years. Four percent appreciation year over year. It is the fastest way to build generational wealth.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's the What's the current wisdom
0: from that country song? Buy dirt. Mm-hmm. Have you heard it? it? Yeah, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> buy it. dirt.
1: Yep.
2: <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, I've, I've heard it. Well, Shannon, this is great. Anything else we want to talk about?
2: I don't think so. I'm super
0: excited that we had a chance to do this finally. Um, let's let our audience know the best way to get a hold of you if they want to, to talk to you and get some wisdom or hopefully have them, you can help them sell their house and upgrade to a nice new house somewhere.
2: I would be delighted to help. The best way to reach me is my phone number,
0: mm-hmm. 407-230-3997. Excellent. 3997. All right. Very good. Well, thank you very much for coming. I appreciate it. This has been great. Yeah, thanks for coming out. appreciate you having me on. Yeah, thanks everyone for listening. We'd like to thank you for listening to the Hole in the Wall business podcast with Bill and James. We'd love for you to join our Facebook group and keep the conversation going. If you'd like to learn more about us and our business, check us out at holeinthewall.com. If you'd like to learn more about how to start a Hole in the Wall franchise, go to holeinthewallfranchising.com.